Hey, it's Pastor Mike. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and make it a regular part of your day, can I ask for your regular support? We really can't make any of our sermon series or devotions without the continual support of friends like you. Time of Grace, in case you didn't know, is 100% donor-funded, meaning it is your gifts that make it possible for us to use television and print and digital media to share the good news of God's amazing grace. Just click on the link in the episode notes, and thank you for all of your prayers and all of your support. God bless. How do you deal with guilt over promises that you break? A little over a year ago, a woman named Freya was driving in her car when she went speeding through a red light at 40 miles an hour and hit a man who was riding on his bike. The man's name was David, and the collision tore through his spine and left him without any ability to move his legs. For Freya, that was the first day in over a year in which she had not taken her bipolar meds, which she had promised to take every day. And as a result, she said just before she went through that intersection, she heard what sounded like a million manic voices all screaming at the same time in her head. And as she was listening to that, suddenly David's face was on her windshield. She stopped her car, ran out of the car and was screaming, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, over and over again and again. A couple of months later, later, Freya's heart stopped for a few minutes because of a heroin overdose. She started taking heroin after the accident because it helped her forget. It helped her pretend that what had happened wasn't reality, but of course she knew she couldn't just pretend. She couldn't just erase her past. That was a hard place that Freya thought she would never be able to escape from, and maybe you know that feeling. She eventually had a day in court, and on the first day in court, after the judge sat down, a man in the back of the room uh, that Freya had never before seen walked up to the front and asked the judge if he could say something. The judge allowed him to, and then he pointed at Freya and said, this woman significantly injured my son, and my son couldn't be here today. But he wanted her and the judge and the prosecution to know that he holds no ill will against the woman who hurt him. And then he walked over to Freya, gave her a hug, and said, my son couldn't be here today, but he wanted you to know that he already forgave you on the day of the accident. The judge was so moved by what he had said that eventually the charges against Freya were dismissed. And why were they dismissed? Not because she was able to erase her past, but because the person she hurt forgave it. And that, my friends, is a secret to dealing with your guilt over your broken promises. It is remembering that in Christ Jesus, God has done the same thing for you. In the book of Zechariah, we see a man named Joshua standing in front of God waiting to be judged. And Joshua is wearing filthy rags. The filthy rags represent the filthy mistakes of his past. And standing there, he couldn't remove them. He couldn't get rid of them, though he wanted to. But God could do something with them. And it says, Now Joshua was dressed in filthy clothes as he stood before the angel. The angel said to those who were standing before him, Take off his filthy clothes. And then he said to Joshua, See? I have taken away your sin, and I will put rich garments on you. God removed Joshua's filthy rags for him and replaced them with clean garments that didn't have a single stain on it. It's a picture of what he did for you. When he took your sins away from you, covered Jesus with them, and then punished him on a cross as if he were the one guilty of everything. At the cross, God removed your sins. He took them away and then covered your weak, vulnerable, naked, sinful shame with Christ Jesus' own perfection and promised that he would always look at you that way. And if God looks at you that way, you can too. The mistakes that we make are real, but we don't define ourselves by them. By the grace of God, we get to define ourselves entirely by how Jesus lived and what Jesus did on that cross.